and action. Welcome to another incredible episode of the Action Podcast. Today, we are on episode 81, and we got a few movies on tap. Like we had mentioned last week, uh, the movies are starting to roll out. So uh, these these episodes are going to be a little bit thicker than normal. So today on tap, we were able to check out Maestro. That's Bradley Cooper's latest directorial effort, in which he also stars in. Uh, he also co-wrote that with Josh Singer. Um, but that's playing in Los Angeles only. So, uh, yeah, so it, it'll come on Netflix December 20th. Next, we have Wish, which is Disney's latest animation film. Next, we have Trolls Band Together. And following that, we have Genie, which you can see now streaming on the Peacock Network. Then we have Next Goal Wins, which is directed by uh, Tiki Watiti. And then lastly, we have In the Land of Saints and Sinners, uh, and that's a new Liam Neeson pick, but not your traditional Liam Neeson type of picture. So with that, uh, I'm going to cut into my brother, Pete Dog. Pete, what are your thoughts on Maestro? Thanks, Paul. Maestro, co-written, directed, and starring Bradley Cooper. Uh, also was written and co-written by Josh Singer, who uh, also wrote Spotlight, which is a fantastic film, very well written. Um, and this also stars Carrie Mulligan, who plays the wife of Leonard Bernstein. This, when this, before this movie came out, I think I've said it before that Oppenheimer is by far and away the best picture of the year. And I was like, Killian Murphy is going to win uh, best actor um, for sure. Uh, until I saw this film. Um, I still don't think it wins Best Picture, but this is hands down the best performance of the year. Bradley Cooper. I went into this movie really wanting to not like it, and there's no way that this guy can be so talented and good-looking, um, and it just it was so frustrating. Um, and I was completely blown away. Um, his performance was just absolutely stunning. Um and Carrie Mulligan's performance was absolutely incredible as well. Um, this was a beautifully shot movie as well, paced quite nice. Um, the composition of, of these shots was really, really well done. So we follow uh, Bradley Cooper, who plays Leonard Bernstein. We follow him through sort of how he made his break in um, composing music. And um, and then he meets his wife, but he's also gay. Um, and yet they have this this connection, this this love story is what this movie is really all about. Um, that just has every bit of joy and and sadness and and heartache and. Um, it just encapsulates everything uh, that you kind of go through and experience with love. And it is a really, really a beautiful movie. I recommend this highly. 7-1 on IMDb, which is a great score. Um, I would probably put it a lot higher. Um, Bradley Cooper's performance is a 10. Beautiful, beautiful performance. Awesome. So I agree a lot with what Pete has to say. Maestro is an absolutely incredible film. I could definitely see this winning several uh, Oscars. Definitely is going to be nominated. I, I feel it's going to have a, a, a definitely a few nominations. Um, definitely going to be up there for the Best Picture candidate. 
there for a a good 45 minutes of this film this movie was like unstoppable i think it's some of the best filmmaking you're gonna find uh i did think the middle kind of dragged a little bit um i think that's kind of where the story just kind of just kind of lags a little bit um you know sometimes that can happen with when you have uh biopics is is because you're really trying to stay true to you know the the, the real actual history you know movies are are built a certain way and they have to follow definitely kind of a construct because that's what makes them entertaining you know it's the difference between this versus a book right we've talked about that different mediums require different formats and so you deal with that sometimes in film where the history doesn't quietly fit very nicely into a film structure uh and again i thought i thought this movie kind of again after just being on an insane pace in terms of just absolutely incredible i just thought it the middle kind of lagged a little bit but but at the at the the same time didn't take away from uh this film's excellence and again i do think this is going to be one of your best picture nods i agree with peter uh i don't think this is going to win best picture uh, but I do think Bradley Cooper probably is going to lock up that best actor nomination. Uh, and I I, I think Christopher Nolan's still going to win best director as well. Um, again, Oppenheimer is just a beast that is going to be hard to tackle. Uh, but this is, should not take away anything from what this film does. And, and I, I, I highly recommend uh, everybody see this when it comes out. If you are in the Los Angeles area, it's playing in two different theaters. Uh, one is the uh, uh, landmark in Westwood. It's a very cool viewing experience. Again, it's, it's I think it's just, they literally just have like one movie there, but uh, it's right next to UCLA. And uh, if you could check it out there, definitely recommend it. It's great to see it in theater. Um, they have cool little little um, image image like pamphlets, if you will, uh, of the movie. And so it, it's very cool, cool little collector's item. If you're into that kind of thing, uh, I got got a few myself. And so definitely recommend going to see it there if you can. It's also playing in uh, a Bay Theater, I believe. I'm not too sure where that is. I think it's Pacific Palisades is where that is. But uh, don't quote me on that. But again, if you have the opportunity to go see that date night, whatever, this is this is a great movie for that. Uh, but if not, it'll be on Netflix December 20th. Um, so next we have Disney's latest animation film, Wish. Uh, let's again go to Pete dog Pete what are your thoughts on it so the latest Disney film is wish um, directed by Chris Buck who gave us both frozen one and frozen two um, the voices of of this of this film is um, Ariana Dubose I think that's how you pronounce her name uh, we know her from West Side Story incredible voice um, and Chris Pine plays Magnifico the King Magnifico uh, and this, and I didn't know it was Chris Pine at first. Like I, I knew the voice. I'm like, I know this person, and and I couldn't figure it out. And I finally had to look it up. And I'm like, oh, Chris Pine. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, really well done. And so this movie follows um, Ariana's character, um, who is going to become the apprentice to the king, um, King Magnifico. Uh, his deal is that he basically is able to take people's wishes, uh, hold on to them, their dreams. Um, and every year he gives a member of the community a dream back and makes all their dreams come true. Um, but she finds out that there's a little bit, a little bit of some sinister things going on. 
Um, I think at the end of the day, um, your kids are going to love this movie. Um, most kids love everything Disney. Um, I mean, it was decent. Um, I think that it, it was rather, rather plain, to be honest. Um, the songs are, you know, sort of mediocre at best. Um, it, it seemed to just want to reference and call back a lot of uh, Disney sayings like, Wish Upon a Star and Mirror Mirror, um, and it just, it, it never really kind of grabbed me the way um, most Disney films do, and it certainly didn't really hit me with the theme um, that that I could kind of continue to carry on in my life. Um, but again, your kids are going to love it. Uh, I got a 5.9 on IMDb, which is fitting. I didn't think that this was anything... Um, magical at all i think it really did lack that disney magic that we're all accustomed to so um see it with your family uh you guys will have a blast but it's not a it's certainly not the best disney movie back to you paul awesome yeah i did not end up seeing it to be honest i wasn't really looking forward to seeing it i basically chose that or the next movie trolls band together and i was like you know what let's divide and conquer i'm gonna go see trolls band together and i'll tell you what especially based off what pete's review is uh i'm actually pretty happy that i saw trolls uh i did see the original one the original one was like well, whatever um but it was fun you know kind of a fun easygoing movie experience you know and I, and I think trolls band together is very similar experience for kids um and even adults it, it's a very tolerable film um one you know obviously with the music that's what really is the lifeblood of this film. Great songs that you know and love. Um, you know, they had me when... Now, I was a little frustrated, though. So they cut in. All of a sudden, they start singing a little bit of Boys to Men. And I'm like, oh, you know, you got me. And, you know, hook, line, and sinker. But then but then they, like, switched to another song, like, right in the middle of it. And my heart was just absolutely broken. But uh, nevertheless, you know, you know, obviously band together, you know, they, they kind of play on on the whole boy band thing. And, you know, obviously it's cute with Justin Timberlake and his past history with NSYNC and, and the NSYNC guys are in this film as well. Uh, and so, again, just a good job overall. Um, quick, fast and entertaining, solid story um, that worked. And because I was a little worried at first, a little the beginning, I'm like, what's the actual story of this? And then it kicks in and like, oh, OK. That, that works. That's a good, good premise. And so, um, again, highly recommend this movie. Entertaining, especially if you love music, um, you know, 2000s, 90 music. Um, it, it works a lot. And again, I think the kids, this is one of those, you know, Cardiel kids. You know, this is this is this is their type of movie. They're going to watch this over and over again on repeat. And so, you know, if you got those if you got kids that love musicals and stuff like that, this is definitely uh, a movie to see. And again, parents are going to not hate their lives as well. So take that for what it's worth. Uh, next, we have Jeannie. Pete, and, and Jeannie's on uh, Peacock. So let's go to Pete on his Jeannie breakdown. And right now streaming on the cock is Jeannie, starring Melissa McCarthy, directed by Sam Boyd. Um, this movie is about a, a father and husband um, who is just going through some really hard times, uh, loses his job, um, or no, he doesn't lose his job. He has to work on, on the night of his daughter's birthday. And so the wife basically takes the kid away. 
um, leaving him all by himself. Uh, and he happens upon an old antique relic that he rubs and out pops a genie. And the genie is played by Melissa McCarthy. At first, I really thought that this was going to be a... The way it played out at the beginning was very much a Hallmark movie starring Melissa McCarthy. And I was really kind of not really happy as I was going into this movie and about 15 minutes in, I'm like, what is this? This is, it's just not funny. Um, and then all of a sudden something happens in this movie and there is just so much heart in this movie. Um, and I just think it's absolutely adorable. Uh, this is a great family watch for sure. Um, Melissa McCarthy always just, you know, continues to amaze me. She just is um, really one of these actresses, uh, comedic actresses that can really tear your heart out at, at, at certain moments. Um, what a talent. Um, it, got, it only got a six on IMDb, which again is, is decent. Um, and, and I think that that's fitting. It's a good, it's a good family movie. Um, and, and you should check it out for sure. Back to you, Paul. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, you know, Pete saw this before me and he's like, yeah, you know, you know, pretty, pretty, pretty decent film. And I was like, okay, cool. So I, I checked it out myself and, um, yeah, pretty much as advertised in terms of what Pete, uh, Pete in his review, uh, Melissa McCarthy again is, is, is super entertaining. She's fun. Uh, she's definitely the, um, you know, the, 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 the driving force of this film, uh story i think is it works uh, this is a good solid streaming date date movie type of a thing you know uh you can watch it with the family um and yeah it's entertaining i think it works um you know I, i've used this term before but this is a solid like genre film right this isn't uh a movie that's going to blow anybody away in terms of that but it doesn't need to be it's kind of a simple simple concept fun concept um, uh, that, that allows someone to really kind of use their talents like Melissa McCarthy was able to do and, and, and really let her go with it. You know, this is, to me, this is kind of like a, almost like a poor man's elf. I mean, storyline's not really the same at all, but in terms of having a very funny person be kind of discovering things and, and whatnot. So again, really poor man, poor man's elf is, is kind of a, a good way to put it, I think, but Overall, I thought it was entertaining. It was fun and uh, just a solid, solid pick. So check that out. Again, good family movie, good date movie type of a thing. Streaming now on Peacock. Next, we have Next Goal Wins, the latest directorial effort from Teki Watiti. And if you're not too familiar with who he is, he is director of Thor. Um, you know, he directed those ones. You know, he's in the, did, did the, the Marvel, the MCU uh, he also is, is, acts in a few different movies as well. He was in Free Guy, I believe, is the last thing I saw him in. And so, uh, talented guy. Uh, and this movie is about the story of the American Samoa football team. And when I say football, I mean soccer. Um, and so, they were one of the worst teams in history. They gave up like 31 goals, I believe it was. And so, they're just kind of a laughing stock. And so, you know, the easy comp, obviously you're probably thinking it yourself is like, Oh, it sounds kind of like a cool reigns. And I would say it kind of is. Um, I, I, I think overall, I thought this movie was okay. Um, 
it was a it was kind of a fun movie. I I don't think this is Cool Runnings. I don't think it's as good or as tight as Cool Runnings. I don't think the the characters are as uh, dynamic. Um, but I do think that the 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 characters and everything else still were entertaining. Uh, I'm I'm always a big fan of learning different cultures, and so you know I do have a lot of uh, Samoan friends. So just kind of learning a little bit more about their culture. I also, you know, lived and worked in Hawaii for a little bit. And so very similar um, dichotomies there. And so I, I always love when films are able to really explore new and different cultures that we're not super used to or even mainstream. So I, I did enjoy that element of the film. Um, but yeah, I think as a sports film, I thought, you know, it was, it was a little lacking but still, I thought it was good. And, um, you know, I, I think it's towards the end of its theater run. So I'm not sure if you're gonna be able to check it out while it's still in theaters. But I would say, you know, if you're into sports movies and you kind of like these feel good type of stories, uh, then 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 check it out. Um, you know, Michael Fossbinger, I thought, did it did 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 OK. Um, you know, it was hard for me to tell if he knew soccer, or played soccer, if he was just one of those actors kind of doing it. Um, so, you know that part i'm not a huge soccer guy myself so you know there might be those that will pick it apart for stuff like that but again i thought i thought it was all right again kind of a poor man's cool runnings is probably the best comp i can come up with uh this is no like remember the titans or anything like that again it's not not on that level but uh you know i'd say it's kind of like a single if you will single maybe a double maybe you can stretch it into two uh if, if you want that kind of a comp but uh yeah so, um, you know, that that's those things you kind of like, I'd say, check it out. Uh, I don't think it's for everybody, but yeah. And then lastly, in in the land of saints and sinners, uh, Pete Dog is going to review this one. I did not see this one. This one stars Liam Neeson. Pete Dog, what do you got? Uh, last but not least for me, I saw a sneaky uh, little film. Uh, I don't even know when it came out exactly. I know it came out this year. I'm not sure if it came out this week or not. It's called In the Land of Saints and Sinners, directed by Robert Lorenz. Uh, this stars Liam Neeson um, and Carrie Condon, who we know from the Banshees of Indusharan. Um This is a this is. I think one of the the last uh, Neeson movies that we reviewed, I said, gosh, I really want him to kind of get away from sort of these movies that he's been doing and almost typecasted in a way. Um, And this is a straight Irish film. Um, He does play, um, I think he used to work for um, the IRA um, or or one of the Irish gangs. and basically is a he's a killer um but he's a professional and uh carrie condon plays um a really really bad terrible woman uh and she just does a great job liam neeson is back to his his former glory nothing over the top he's very um uh his character needs redemption for basically all the sins that he's committed in his life and 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 he certainly just carries this film as does carrie uh, carrie carries the film um uh basically in the land of saints and sinners some sins can't be buried is the uh, is the tagline um i don't know where you can see it i was able to uh catch a screener um 
it's a good movie, good watch, and it's fun, and it's 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 where we wanted Liam Neeson to be nowadays. So watch it and have fun. Back to you, Paul. Awesome. You know what? And I forgot. Um, I forgot also the holdovers. I did see the holdovers. This is an Alexander Payne film. Uh, he directed Sideways. If you're familiar with Sideways, but this stars Paul Giamatti, and this is a very good. I even think, you know, it might get nominated for a couple Oscars, whether it's Paul Giamatti or the screenplay. Uh, but this is a real good kind of character piece. Uh, real rich, deep characters. Paul Giamatti uh, obviously just crushes it like he normally does. But uh, if you're a big fan of like sideways, like films like that are constructed that way, um, this is this is like that. Like this is a, it takes place in like the, the 60s, I believe, 60s or 70s. And, you know, it's about basically kids that get left over during uh, winter break because they have nowhere to go. And so the, a teacher has to stay with them. And so it, it, it's not like your traditional like story where you know exactly where this is going. You're kind of just like sitting there watching it and kind of going along with the characters. And I think this movie absolutely works. Uh, I, I enjoyed it a lot. And again, I'm not going to be surprised if I see this movie come Oscar time. Uh, pick up a couple nominations. Um, cinematography is actually pretty good too. Just again, they made it look everything super seventies, sixties, whatever that the time period exactly was, and um, I, really enjoyable. Man, you're really in it again. Really, really good characters, and uh, just an interesting story. And uh, if it's still in theaters, you can check it out. I highly recommend it. But if not, definitely check it out when it comes on streaming. So with that, that's going to wrap up this episode. Uh, please make sure you like and share, help us grow, uh, up next, uh, for next episode, we got uh, a few movies out there. Uh, we have silent night, which is a new John Woo kind of a vengeance, uh, film that takes place during the Christmas time. Uh, I have already seen that, but I will share it obviously for the next episode. Uh, next we have family switch that stars Jennifer Gardner and uh um ed helms that's on netflix now also is eddie murphy's newest film candy cane lane which you can, which is all which is on uh, amazon prime which you can also catch now and then next is a um godzilla minus one this is not part of the Godzilla movies that have been coming out lately. This is a separate one. This is an actual Japanese Godzilla film. Uh, it does take place like 1945, 1947. I've heard great things about this film. I'm actually kind of looking forward to it. Uh, even the original director of the new Godzillas, um, he was like, that's what a Godzilla movie is supposed to be like. So that's very, very high praise. So looking forward to see that one. That's, at, that's in theaters right now. And then lastly, The Shift. We're going to check that one out as well. Um, so with that, that is a cut, guys. Thanks. Thanks.